0: Welcome, friends. Today's podcast is inspired by this month's topic in the Clarity Club membership. As you know, everything is interconnected. Our body, mind, and spiritual outlook. And as much as most people chase a healthy body with a focus on exercise and nutrition, I think the whole idea of mindset and the power of the thoughts we believe is largely overlooked. In Ayurveda, the world's oldest holistic healing system, we learn that we must digest not only our food, but also our emotions. You see, the mind dictates so much of how we perceive life, how we show up for ourselves and how we treat others, which often results in a self-fulfilling prophecy. Thoughts lead to actions that result in desires and ultimately the stories we tell ourselves after having the same experience over and over. As creatures of habit, We tend to get into habitual thought patterns, and if they're positive thoughts, great, but if they're negative, watch out. So today, I want to talk about the thought of needing to be in control. Does anybody besides me struggle with the need for control? So if you want more control in your life or you want to feel less controlled, I think this podcast is going to really resonate with you. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. Ah, control. So I had a client the other day talking about feeling like they didn't have control over their life. And it was a very disempowering thought. Just the way she said it, I could tell how deflated she was. First of all, does any of us really have control? Not really. I mean, we may think so, but in reality, the only thing we can truly control is how we respond to situations. So, for my client, she was particularly upset because everywhere she looked, and you know how you have tunnel vision when you're focusing on one thing the law of attraction in full operation. But everywhere she looked, her relationship with her family members, her coworkers, she felt a lack of respect. And ultimately, like, she didn't have anything to say in whatever situation she was in. And the perfectionist in her just wanted to control all the things and all the events. And she was driving herself crazy, holding herself and the people around her to such high standards. So when we sat down to talk about it, I was naturally curious about her issues around control and why it mattered so much. You see, it's a natural human desire to want to control things. Our minds like predictability. We like getting what we want. Heck, I even have a few pairs of girly socks for my boots. One says, you aren't the boss of me. And the other says, I'm not bossy. I am the boss. Just putting them on gives me a sense of control and power. And I put those socks on and my boots. And I'm triumphantly singing the song, these boots were made for walking all day. Mentally, of course. So control can be positive and can give us feeling of order, stability, and safety. But when we take it to the point where it becomes all-consuming and things don't go as planned, we can become quite miserable. Controlling behaviors seep into all aspects of our life, too, from work to social situations to home environments. And everything from micromanaging at work to dominating or controlling a conversation in a social setting. Some controlling people are even tight with money. Someone once said, my husband was so controlling with his money, he squeaked when he walked because he was so tight. And it's funny when it's not about you, right? But maybe you know someone or are the person who gives the silent treatment when things don't go your way. Whatever it is, looking into controlling behaviors and how we respond to them is definitely worth doing. So if you think about it, each of us, has a few control issues, or we interact with someone controlling and bear the brunt of how to react in situations, right? Deep down, much of control boils down to a fear of uncertainty. And this month, we're talking about emotional intelligence in the Clarity Club. So when you look at fear as a basic emotion, it sheds light on why someone might exhibit controlling behaviors. Beyond the basic emotion of fear, There are secondary and tertiary emotions and feelings. Understanding the deeper levels of emotions is such a game changer. And when I say game changer, I mean, it helps us uncover the deeper seated issues, which allows us to have more empathy, and compassion in a situation. And we just seem to show up differently with it. For example, when a person isn't in control, they may be fearful, but when you look deeper, Are they acting out of a fear because they're scared? Or maybe go another level deeper. Are they scared because they feel helpless or frightened? So much more compassion versus just thinking they're acting out, right? Maybe they're anxious, insecure, or feeling threatened. And if you go deeper, it could be because they're overwhelmed, feeling inferior or worthless, maybe even insignificant. And based on where they're coming from, opens up so many more options in how to respond. So control is so much deeper than someone needs to be in charge or be right. So how do you deal with it? Well, there's a four-step process, and I've got an acronym to help you remember. C-A-B-C. It stands for Calm, Awareness, Boundaries, and Choose. So when you are the recipient of a controlling behavior or a controlling person, The first thing you want to do is get calm, be still, observe, don't jump to an immediate reaction because remember, what you resist persists. Step two, awareness. We talk a lot about awareness and cultivating it in the Clarity Club and that's where in this situation you look with non-judgment as a silent witness and understand the emotion that's driving the situation. What is their underlying reason for acting this way? Maybe your spouse is upset because you're home late and you feel like you're being controlled, but with awareness, you might realize that they're just worried about you being on the road after dark. And there's so much more peace in looking at the story that way. The third thing, boundaries, you are the boss of you ultimately. So setting boundaries is a healthy way to run your life. And this can be as simple as verbalizing how you want to be treated and how you need the other person's uh, emotions to be presented. Or it could simply be reflecting how their emotions or words affect you. Knowing where you stand, what's in alignment with your principles and beliefs, and gently sharing them from a place of calm, compassion, and confidence. Then they can take it how they need to, and you're not responsible for how they take it, right? Lastly, choose. Choose how you will respond from a place of internal integrity. What feels right for you? If your coworker is constantly crossing boundaries, how will you stand up for yourself in a way that feels true to you? And here's the deal the more you push, the more life pushes back at you. I ordered a pet pillow from Amazon, and it came in this vacuum sealed bag that was literally three inches by 10 inches. When I cut the plastic open, that darn pillow literally grew to 18 by 30. It was massive. Too big for the area I had intended. So you know what I had to do? Figure out how to get it back in that tiny bag. I pushed and I pushed and it was comical. I'm sitting on part of it while I'm rolling it up and it was fighting me every step of the way. Finally, I went to the UPS store with half of it in the bag and I'm like, I'm sorry, I did the best I could. And that's the reality of life. Some issues we have mushroom. And the more we try to fight them, the more they fight back. So that leads me to resisting what is. When we try to control every situation, that's precisely what we're trying to do. We are resisting what is. How would it look to approach the situation with no resistance? To just let it sink in. See it for what it is without our rose-colored, socially conditioned glasses, and look at the situation with curiosity and a little fun, quite frankly. I firmly believe that events and people's actions flow in the right sequence, even when you don't know it. All about synchronicities. You just have to be aware. And there is always a lesson to be learned. But if we try to control the situation to project our desires, we miss the lesson. And honestly, how often do you find yourself in Groundhog Day with the same lesson being presented over and over and over again in different flavors? It's because you haven't stopped to learn what the universe is trying to tell you. Fact check. Control is about being rigid and constricted. And when I think about that, I think about the trees that come down during the hurricanes. They were so rigid. They didn't bend with the wind. But look at palm trees. They sway and go with the flow, right? So I want to give you three ways to experiment with non-resistance and letting go of the need for control. The first way is to let others have more freedom without your input. I'm telling you, that is so free. The other day, my sister asked for some advice and I responded, I'm curious about what you think. First, it took so much pressure off of me not to be the problem solver, but at the same time, it gave her the opportunity and the power to formulate her response, and she ended up really appreciating the feeling of empowerment. If you stay in stress and overwhelm, this is an awesome tip. Stop trying to control other people's business. Stay in your lane. Number two, another way to experiment with non-resistance and let go of control is to realize that. Everyone is doing the best they can from their own level of consciousness. And I'm telling you, that is powerful too. When your kid is acting out or emotional, you probably wouldn't have a knee-jerk reaction and say, you shouldn't, whatever it is, right? Likely, you would be like, oh, sweetheart, I see where you're coming from. Based on your experience, I understand you might think blah, 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 blah. But have you thought about it this way? That same compassion you'd extend to your precious child is how you want to treat any other human being, whether you know them or not. And the third way is to learn to step back and observe. We had some work done at our house, and the contractor didn't show up for four months. I had started getting really ticked off, telling myself stories like, he doesn't value our business, and other jobs are more important than ours. But when I stood back and looked at the situation, I realized, well, it wasn't costing us anything because the work hadn't been completed. So money was in my husband's tight pocket. (laughs) I also realized that it wasn't a life or death situation, right? I could get the work completed at any time. It didn't have to be that time. And I mean, it was just a storage area. So non-resistance, letting others have more freedom, realize that they're doing the best they can. Stand back and observe. And honestly, when all else fails and you're on your last nerve, just do what I do. Channel Ava Max and sing, Maybe You're the Problem. You know how that goes. Okay, you, you see a pattern, your point of view, got it all backwards. You should take your little finger, just point it in the mirror. Baby, maybe you're the problem. (laughs) Notice I'm still working on the whole process myself. And no, I'm not a singer. The bottom line is we should take on the attitude that there are larger forces at work that know what you want and where you want to go. Stop trying to control everything. As my husband says, I'm a slinky, just don't throw me down the stairs. And I love what I call his Alisms. So just be flexible in life, but at the same time, respect your boundaries. No, you don't have to control everything and set comfortable boundaries. So until next week, Be a slinky, be a palm tree, whatever analogy you want to use. Just be flexible because life will be much more enjoyable at the end of the day if you just go with the flow. Love ya. This is Mika signing out. Thanks for listening to True Basis Health. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. And as you move through your day today, remember a clear mind is a powerful mind. So cultivate clarity with awareness. You've got this.